0: Hello and welcome to Bold Millennial, the podcast dedicated to help you with your finances. Whether it be saving, investing, goals, or money mindset, we've got you covered. So we hope you enjoy. Hello and welcome back to another episode. So, in this episode, we are thinking all about investing. And today we're focusing on why we need to invest, so why it's important, why kind of lots of people are talking about it right now, and also when are you ready to invest. So what steps do you need to take first before you can start to invest? In the next episode, we'll be thinking more about how to actually do it. So today we're just thinking about getting everything set up. Next week, the episode will cover kind of where to invest, what to do and how How to do it. So, if first we think about the dictionary definition of investing, because girl, you know, I love a dictionary definition. And the definition of investing is when you put money into financial schemes, shares, property, or commercial venture with expectations of making a profit. So, as with all kinds of definitions, a little bit wordy there. And I really don't like this term of financial schemes. To me, when I think of schemes, I just think of scams and investing in the stock market isn't a scam. You know, there will be some people out there who try and, you know, take advantage of vulnerable people to get them to invest in things, invest in companies or startups or in whatever it could be. And that would be a scam. But this general idea of investing in the stock market is not a scam. So yeah, that terminology is a bit bit odd for me. But basically, the basic of investing is that you are putting money into the stock market to make your money work for you in the hope that it will return you more money than what you first put in. You know, so if you're putting ten grand in, the hope would be that after however, however long, however many years, You would get more money out, you know, 12 grand, 15 grand, 20 grand, whatever it might be. So, yeah, achieving a profit. Obviously, this is thinking about investing in the stock market. There are ways to invest in other ways. You know, lots of people right now are talking about investing in yourself, which is different. Um, And maybe I'll do an episode about that. Actually, it's something that I'm taking very seriously at the moment. Um, But yeah, just thinking today about investing in the stock market. And just as like a disclaimer, I guess, to get it out there, I'm not a financial advisor, I'm not a financial planner, I don't have any financial qualifications. I'm just a person who invests myself. Every month I put money into my investment account and in the next episode actually I'll talk through what what I do, you know, what my strategy is in terms of investing, but I don't have qualifications, so always do your own research. The whole purpose of this episode and the next episode is just to give you some information about what investing actually is and how you can do it, how you could choose to do it with some options, but always do your own research into what works best for you. Because what works for me isn't necessarily what will work for you based on goals, timeframes and all that stuff. So, let's dive right in to kind of thinking about this idea number 1 so why do we actually need to invest right like why do you need to sit and listen to this or spend time thinking about investing why is it so important and there's a few reasons why reason number 1 is inflation now inflation is something that we hear a lot about in the news kind of it moving up it moving down and Right now at the time of recording, it's the end of November in 2021 and inflation right now is at like four and a half percent or back in October it was. And that's (laughs) that is insane. So unless you're getting a four percent return in a bank account for the money that you're saving and you're putting in there, or unless you're getting a four percent raise every year for your base salary, you are losing money to inflation. So basically, if you have 10 grand sitting in a bank account somewhere and it's making whatever percent it's making, which will be, I guarantee, less than 4% because no banks right now are offering any kind of rates at above, I kind of think 1%, 1 1.5% maybe, you are losing money. So if you have 10 grand or so saved in an account every year, it's losing money at a rate right now of 4%, sometimes inflation Is a bit higher than that and sometimes obviously it's lower than that it moves but yeah basically you're losing money so that's the one reason we need to invest as a way to prevent ourselves from losing money to inflation a second reason is you work really hard for your money yeah we work hard you know we go to work maybe full-time part-time whatever it might be you put the hours in you get a wage and yeah that's all great you're working for that money but investing is a way to get your money to work for you and what I mean by that is this kind of idea of something called compound interest which this kind of famous finance guy Warren Buffett um kind of called the you know he called it the eighth wonder of the world that it's it's just this you know thing like it's magic how does it even work And basically, compound interest is that you earn interest on top of the interest that you've earned. Okay, so simple kind of maths right now. Let's keep it super simple. You have £100 and you invest it. After a year, it's now worth £110. For the next year, you're now earning interest not just on the initial £100 that you put in, but you're earning it on the £110 that's now in there. So that extra £10 that you earned interest-wise, that's now earning you even more money. So it just compounds, yeah? It just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And obviously, the more money you invest, the more money you have in there, the more interest you're making, and then the more interest you're making on that interest, and it just compounds and compounds and compounds. So that's another reason why investing is so important. Your money works for you to the point where some years or some months, kind of the interest that you're earning on your investments could be a really, you know, a lot of money. And that's really important. And that's why that's why we need to think about investing. The third reason is really about optionality. I don't actually know optionally i don't actually know if that's a word but basically to give you options and to give you choice if you are making your money work for you so you're turning 10 grand into 12 grand into 15 grand you're giving yourself more options you know we don't maybe want to admit it but having money can sometimes be helpful in that it lets us have more choice It lets us leave a difficult situation if we're maybe with a partner that we don't want to be with. Having money is often a thing that can get in the way of someone going out on their own. Having more money gives us that option and investing and bringing more money in through compound interest and through beating inflation gives us that option. If you're on a job that you don't enjoy, suddenly if you've got more money you have the option of going part-time or quitting that job without anything else to go to altogether. And the other idea of investing is this, you know, really big thing of early retirement. And if you don't want to work until the government says you can stop, which, you know, for us kind of millennials, if you're a millennial, listen to this, could be, you know, right now it's going to be late 60s. By the time we get there, it could be early 70s, mid 70s, who really knows. But if you would like the option to retire early, then yeah investing is one really, really key way to do that. And in fact, actually thinking about investments, investments and pensions, hopefully you are paying into a workplace pension that is invested guys. Yeah. Your pension is invested in the stock market. So actually, if you're listening to this thinking, I'm not an investor, I don't know if it's for me, you already are an investor if you have a workplace pension. Now, obviously it's different depending on kind of what your pension is. I work in the NHS. So my the money that I put towards my pension is not sitting in a stock market. So I'm technically not an investor from that. But if you're in a, like a normal kind of company and you pay into a pension, a private pension, you are a workplace pension, a private pension, you are paying into the stock market. And obviously speaking, to the people in your company who kind of deal with that is a great way to for you to find out where exactly your money has been invested, where it is, and yeah, kind of how much it's making, what interest it's earning. That might be a really good first step. If you're thinking you want to invest with your own money, but it feels a little bit scary to invest, you're worried maybe about losing money, have a little look at your pension at work and see, see kind of what returns you're getting with that. Okay, so we've thought about why we should be investing. We've thought about what investing actually is. So, when are you ready to invest? Is it the kind of thing where you can listen to this and then just go and invest today, tomorrow, the day after? Or do we actually need to have some things put into place before we can commit to investing? I would say yes. Yes, yes, yes. You need to have, I've got a list of four things here that I would recommend you have before you begin investing. So number one is an emergency fund. And again, this might be something you've heard a lot about, but typically it's three to six months of expenses saved in an easy, accessible account. So if you were to lose your job or have a sudden unexpected expense, like the boiler breaks, your car breaks down, whatever you have some a pot of money put aside that you can access really quickly, really easily. You have that already to dip into and then you can build that emergency fund back up. And yeah, the general recommendation, some people talk about a three-month emergency fund, some people talk about a 12-month. It really depends on your personal situation. If you are self-employed, you might wanna have a six to 12 months emergency fund kind of built up. If you are working in, you know, for a company where you feel like your job is stable, you know, having said that, you know, what is stable these days, but maybe a smaller three to six month emergency fund might fit for you. It also depends on circumstances in terms of property. So I live in a rented accommodation, which means that if the boiler breaks or something happens in the flat, it's not my responsibility to fix not going to have to come out of my emergency fund I also don't have a car so I live in London don't need a car so yeah so I don't really have a lot of sudden unexpected expenses in terms of maintenance or fixing things but if you are someone who owns a property owns your own car and you know is aware that you own quite an old car and you might need to fix it up it might get an MOT where you need to put money towards it having a larger emergency fund is key The reason that we don't want to invest our emergency fund, and this is the the biggest no-no in investments and in finance, you never ever invest your emergency fund. And that is because investments can go down. Yeah. We often talk about them going up, but they can go down. So if you have money in an investment account and suddenly you put five grand in and suddenly you need three grand of that to fix up your car now you check your investment account and it's worth less than three grand you put five grand in but the market's gone down and it's worth less than what you put in and actually now worth less than the money that you need right now to fix your car you're in with a problem yeah you know you're going to be realizing that loss of money so always putting it somewhere you can access it really quickly in case of an emergency isn't is key keep saying things are key, but it is because all of these things are really important. The second thing is thinking about debt. So if you are someone who has debt, looking at the interest rate of your debt is the first thing to do. Lots of people talk about if you have an 8% or higher APR, you need to pay that debt off first before you can invest. And that's because your debt is accumulating more interest. It's making, you know, its interest rate is higher than what you could get in the mar- in the stock market. We tend to think of the stock market as kind of an 8% yearly return. So if your debt is costing you more than 8%, pay that off first. If you have lower interest debt, and people typically talk about if you've got less than 8% worth of APR worth of debt, you can invest at the same time as you are paying down that debt it's totally a personal decision i tend to like to think of it as rather than eight percent but instead being four percent four or five percent so paying off any debt that's above four or five percent interest because yes okay we say that the stock market can return eight percent but taking then into account inflation suddenly we're at four percent so maybe thinking about paying off debt above four or five percent if you've got interest that's less than that, yeah, see how comfortable you would feel paying off debt at the same time as investing, knowing that your investments over the long term should return a higher rate than your interest. Obviously, like I've just said, you know, investments can go down as well as up, so that's always something to think about. The third thing you need to be ready to invest is knowledge. And when I say knowledge, I don't mean that you need to know the inner and outer workings of the stock market, but actually just that you need to have basic information, basic knowledge of what investing even is. So if I said words such as passive, active, brokerage, you know, saying all these terms, you know, DIY, robo advisor, if suddenly this is making your head spin, you think, oh, I have no idea. I mean, stay tuned. The next episode, I'll talk through a lot of these terms. But these are the basic terms that you should be understanding before you start to invest. I don't think anyone really fully understands the stock market. So good luck if you want to understand it kind of from top to bottom. But yeah, having a basic knowledge is really important. No one can tell you, apart from, I guess, a financial advisor, no one can tell you exactly where you should be investing your money. So it's important for you to have some knowledge for you to make that decision for yourself. Obviously, you can speak to a financial planner or a financial advisor, and they can kind of give recommendations. But still, they can't tell you this is exactly what you should do. It's still up to you to then decide, yes, I want to do that or no. So having a basic understanding is always important. And the last thing that I think you need to be ready before investing is financial goals, an idea of what you're doing with your money, what your plan is for your money. And this is one that sometimes people leave out. um, But I just think it's really important. And the reason that you need to know your goals is really about knowing how long you're planning on investing for. So if you don't have goals for your money, if you don't have kind of a plan for it, you might not know how long you want to invest for. It's really important to know because investing is a really long-term thing so when you invest money you really need to be leaving it in the stock market for more than five years again some say more than seven years but it really needs to be that you can leave it for the long term maybe you have a financial goal of buying a house and you are saving for a deposit that you want to pay in about two years time investing would not be for you not right now because if every penny that you're saving is going to a house deposit for two years' time, it's the same as the emergency fund, same as the car breaking down. If you invest that in two years' time, it could be worth less money. and You don't want that to get in the way of you buying a property. If you are saving for a house and it's kind of a medium-term goal that you want to buy a house in two years, but you also have money left over after saving for the house in a Lysa or Help to Buy, us or whatever it could be, yeah, you might want to invest at the same time as saving for a house thinking that you're being long term. If this idea of financial goals has you thinking, oh, I don't have any financial goals. I don't know where to start. Or me saying things about, you know, long term, short term or medium term goals. If that, again, putting your head in a bit of a spin. Do not fear. Go to my website, boldmillennial.com. Sign up to my newsletter and you will immediately get sent to your inbox a kind of workbook, a handbook, whatever you want to call it, on setting financial goals in that it talks about setting goals in line with your values are they short medium or long-term goals and we really take a deep dive into your finances to get to grips with whether it is a long-term goal for you or whether it's a short-term goal because obviously that differs depending on how much you're saving and lots of other factors too but yeah if the idea of goal setting makes you feel a bit oh feel a bit sick at that thought go to my website the link will be in the show notes below sign up to the newsletter, and then you're also assigned up to receiving a fortnightly newsletter from me where I put lots of things about money, musings, and money management stuff in there too. So yeah, check that out. Okay, so that's the end of today's episode. We've thought about what investing actually is, why you need to invest, and when you are ready to invest. And in the next episode, like I say, we'll be talking about where to invest and how to do it. So stay tuned for that one. As always, thanks for listening and see you next time. Thanks, bye. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Bold Millennial, the podcast dedicated to helping you with your finances. Disclaimer, I am not a financial advisor. This podcast is for entertainment and educational purposes only, so please always do your own research and we hope to see you in the next one.